that there are some people in this world that did not tune in to the Alliance Vlog Podcast. Shame on you! Shame on you! My name is Ella Indy, and I'm one half of the NWA Women's World Tag Team Champions. And I'm Kinsey Page, the other half of the NWA World Women's Tag Team Champions. And you better go listen to the Alliance Vlog, what do you call it? Podcast, period. You're ugly. Typically, on this podcast, we don't really mention the WWE, and it's not because it's bad or that we don't like it or anything like that. It's it's more that there's plenty of voices amplifying, uh, you know, the major products, the major companies. You know, like, uh, there's definitely not a shortage of people talking about the World Wrestling Entertainment. There's no shortage of people talking about all elite wrestling. And, you know, the, the ancillary brands like Ring of Honor or NXT. There's lots of voice, voices out there speaking about this. Which makes this very unique for us to talk about Gunther. For us to talk about the longest, new longest reigning WWE World Champion. Uh, because, well, because we don't they don't need our support right they don't need us to talk about uh you know there's the one of the reasons why we amplify the nwa we talk about mlw united wrestling network and things of that nature are there's not a lot of people talking about it we're serving a market that is underserved for sure um if you like the nwa there are not a lot of podcasts that you can go out and listen to but when it comes to when it comes to the WWE, I mean, like you could throw a, a dart on the wall and find a podcast uh, that will celebrate what's happening in the world wrestling entertainment. So um, I've never been big on just talking about wrestling for the sake of talking about wrestling. But when Gunther becomes the longest reigning intercontinental champion, having held the title for what appears to be now 456 days uh, that's super impressive, and I felt like it's worth acknowledging. And of course, uh, over on the Alliance Guys podcast, we spent a good chunk of time talking about Walter, which we're going to play for you here in just a bit. But something I want people to know is that Walter wasn't isn't a WWE created product. Walter Gunther, excuse me, uh, spent a lot of time working in Europe. And what's crazy is he was trained by talents from New Japan Pro Wrestling, but before he ever got to the WWE, he was a very dominant European wrestler, having won their, uh, the WXW Unified World Championship, having held tag team titles, uh, you know, with, with multiple partners, um, wrestling pretty dominantly in, in the UK with Progress and Defiant, um, and even, even uh, holding the Pro Wrestling Gorilla uh, a very highly sought after world title uh, in the independence here in the United States. He held that title for 100, uh, 181 days. And as world champion, I mean, he defended against Sammy Guevara, Keith Lee, Jonah Rock, uh, and uh, Brody King before dropping that belt to Jeff Cobb. And and I, I know that in the world of independent wrestling, title 
title dates don't seem to be that big of a deal, but Walter was the guy that they transitioned from Reseda to the Globe Theater in Los Angeles. And if you know anything about the history of pro wrestling guerrilla and how monumental and how meaningful that the American League Legion post in Reseda, California was for pro wrestling guerrilla and the next level when they stepped up to the Globe Theater, he was that transitional world champion during that time. And losing the title to Jeff Cobb is certainly no... Uh, no disrespect at all, but I mean, um, having won the title from Keith Lee, and again, uh, th- those are some big names. And if you think about it now, like Sammy Guevara is an AEW guy, Brody King is an AEW guy, Keith Lee uh, is an AEW guy, Jeff Cobb, New Japan Pro Wrestling, occasionally AEW guy. So knowing that uh, Walter Gunther. Um, has that pedigree behind him just only adds to the lore of what he's been able to do in the WWE. Not only, you know, we, we didn't even talk about this on the podcast on the Alliance guys, but you know, Gunther not only had a name change, but his whole spirituality changed his whole physical nature changed. He went from a tubby badass to a very fit wrestler. And, and I guess that um, maybe sound a little like body shaming and I don't mean to body shame of course, but the guy had such a transformation all the while on TV. Like he didn't go away and, and have surgery or, or anything like that. The guy just worked his ass off to get into a even better ring shape. And, and as we talk about uh, some of the dream matches we would have liked to see Gunther have and what we expect will be next for Gunther, um, you, you got to celebrate the guy. You got to celebrate the validity that he brings to the Intercontinental Championship, a title that's diminished in value over the years. He seemingly has brought so much cascading value to that, to that title, to the brand. And uh, you know, could he be the guy to dethrone Roman Reigns? We're gonna talk about that coming up next. Times are tough now, guys, and it's no joke out here. That's why I'm very proud to be partnering with the Upside app. They're leveling the playing field, guys. They're giving you opportunities to earn cash back on on purchases for groceries, purchases for gasoline, purchases for food. These are the things we all spend our money on all the time. I believe in Upside. I use Upside weekly. My lifetime earnings is over $408. And you too can be earning cash back on your Philips, your groceries, or your eating out experiences just by signing up. And it's free. By using my invite code, J-A-S-O-N 75338, that's Jason 753338, you'll earn $5 cash back on your first Philip. Use the link in the video description or download the app, but make sure you use that invite code J-A-S-O-N 753338 and make money by using the Upside app. The Chad Gable Gunther match from Monday. And I watched it on YouTube, so I didn't have to see the commercials. Uh, yeah. They didn't show the rest of the match. I like how they said the full match, and all they did is they you know they just cut the commercials from it. You still didn't see the full match, but I did get to, but I did get to see what aired, and I did get to see it without commercials. And damn, if that doesn't prove that wrestling wrestling can be as exciting as hell, I don't know what does that. 
that was one hell of a match. And of course, now we have to congratulate Gunther on becoming the longest reigning uh, intercontinental champion of all time, which I'm thrilled about because I always hated the fact it was Honky Tonk Man. Well, unfortunately, the Honky Tonk Man's going to have to find a new way to market himself now when he does his independent dates and his his conventions and stuff like that. But I'm going to have an unpopular opinion. I think the name Gunther fits him better than Walter. It's not that Gunther may or may not fit him better. It's just he was Walter, and we all love and we all love Walter. See, if they would have called him Gunther from the beginning, if you're pronouncing it Walter, you're pronouncing it wrong. Yes, but if they would have called him Gunther from the beginning, I think there would be a lot less into it. They started with Walter. I think that's where the problem. But it's just the Gunther just has a more flow to it for what their presentation is of them. Uh, R.I.P. the greatest intercontinental champion of all time. He's still alive, but his record isn't. Yes, and that's what's really important. The happiest day, the happiest day of my life, which goes to show you how much I disliked Honky Tonk Man. But the happiest day of my life was when he got uh, squashed by Ultimate Warrior. That says a lot because I really couldn't stand the Warrior. Yeah, it was Bruce Beefcake was originally supposed to be part of that match. And was it Angle or was he actually legit hurt? I don't remember. I don't remember, but what they did was they took um, Cowboy Ron Bass, took those, those, what do you call those wheelie spikes on your heels? Mm -hmm. Uh, The, the, I can't remember what they're called, but there's Cowboy things you have. Spurs, yeah, thank you, and run him across his head and put him out of the match. Yeah, I just, I, I could not remember if it was a work or not. I just remember Honky Tonk Man getting up and issuing an open challenge, and Warrior came out, squashed him, and ran in, squashed him, ran out. So that was great. Just, uh, and he was blown up too. Yep. Oh, uh, the glory days of the Annabelle. He was blown up by the time he got to the ring because of the way he'd run and shake the ropes. That's why his matches were only 30 seconds. No, he's uh, he's trying to find the Hawaiian girl to get laid. He got very upset. We told him we could do the show without him, so he's, you know, proving that we're right. <laughs> so, so anyway, uh, I, I am curious, people out there in the world you know if you follow wwe at all are you happy to see somebody like <laughs> you want to that? Jesus Christ. no uh are you happy to see somebody like gunther break the record or would you watch matches like he had with chad gable which by the way is the only match from monday night that i watched and uh yeah normally it is willie but you know every now and then you put the right people in the ring together. Uh, Chad Gable, a former Olympian, didn't didn't medal, but finished fourth or fifth or something like that. And uh, uh, Gunther, who obviously has some kind of background. I mean, they were, did you see any of that match, Jaden? 
I haven't watched it yet, but I usually do the same thing. If there's something in WWE that interests me, I'll usually watch it on YouTube or find a uh, alt stream of something interesting to find to watch it. Uh, and I'll it will seek it out because I've always liked Chad Gable. I think they've always did him wrong. And Gunther is always from first time I saw him was against Dan Severn, and that match was uniquely entertaining. Yeah, that had to. I mean, that, they worked a Texas-style match, which was means they were very snug. Yes. Uh, as Gary Hart would call it. And, uh, <clears throat> uh, yeah, it's something that... It's something that... It's, it, it, it's a joy to watch people who have wrestling talent work together and put on an entertaining match yes uh, you know not going to say no rope work because there was little but primarily just on the ground doing some of the wrestling matches watching chad gable you know do those german suplexes is just crazy my fantasy heavyweight and junior heavyweight champion for the end. Yeah, you know, they would very much fit in NWA style, both of them. Uh, uh, or at least a certain time period of NWA, you know, of wrestling and getting stuff done and getting in there. And uh, Here's something I've said that pissed people off. I have something that I said that angered people if you want to hear it. Okay, go ahead. I said that when I watch Gunther, sometimes he reminds me of the most sadistic version of Ronnie Garvin. Uh, you know, I was thinking earlier today that Gunther was a modern-day Ronnie Garvin. You know, he's bigger, but he's got that... Uh, welcome back, Jay. So, Jay, we'll ask, we'll ask you since you're back. Uh, Gunther's that modern-day Ronnie Garvin. He beats the tar out of you in a friendly way, so to speak. But you know you've been in the ring with him. And, you know, he looks like he's been in the ring. You know, he he comes out purple, too. He's not, it's not like he's all, he's all giving and not taking. You know, those matches he's in, the ones with Sheamus, the ones with uh, Dragunov, I mean... He was beat. He was beat up too. So do you? I mean, do you like that style there, Jay? So we we've talked about this a lot in the past. My my preferred style of wrestling is not the popular style. Like I I do like the uh, I like the hybrid style where you can mix like a good high flying wrestler with a good mat technician. So like you, you know. My uh, version of you know Valhalla would be like Rey Mysterio wrestling Dean Malenko. Like those kind of matches were always really fun for me. Or Bret Hart versus Owen Hart. Um, the hard hitting matches I don't have a problem with at all. In fact, I do enjoy them. Um, you know, I, I think when I think of like the hard hitting wrestlers, I think of the Steiner brothers as a tag team. They'd come in and rough people up, um, and, and it wasn't like they were punching you in the face. It was just very heavy-handed when they were working and i i feel like that's the same thing you get with gunther you you called out ronnie garvin which i think is a great uh comparison 
and, and you guys both smartened me up because I used to not like Ronnie Garvin. I didn't think much of him. And you both kind of smartened me up. It's like, no, that dude was a, a, a legit badass. And we went back and looked at some of his matches. And yeah, Ron, Ronnie was a kind of a stiff dude as well. A snug dude, I think is what you called him. Um, but yeah, I, I, I do enjoy that style of wrestling. It is the Haas fights are always fun. Um, obviously, Gable isn't a Haas, but, you know, he went out there and, and threw everything at Gunther. And, uh, and like you said, Gunther... <laughs> That guy gives as much as he receives, and I, I, I sometimes I, I feel like he is one of the best wrestlers at blending reality with, with the entertainment that you're watching, because it looks like he's legitimately killing people while he's in the ring with them. My question to you, DK, is now that he's broken the record, is it time to move him away from the IC title? Is it time to move him to, perhaps maybe a challenger for Roman Reigns? Or Seth Rollins. I mean, I know that he is, uh, I believe he's on the Raw brand, correct? Correct. Uh, so if I had my druthers, I would I would leave the IC title on him for now. And just kind of, you know, let him take on a couple more challengers. Because now it's, all, now it's going to be every time he has a new challenger, people are going to think he's going to lose. Because, you know, well, he set the record now, so he can lose. And it's like, well, you know, let's let him, let's let him see what kind of record he can set. I mean, nobody's held the title two years, could he? Uh, so let's see where it goes. But yes, I think ultimately you start positioning positioning him. And now this is the match I want to see. Understanding that there'd have to be some finagling back and forth. I put the. I put the Roman Reigns title on Cody and then I want to see Cody Gunther kind of beat the shit out of each other for a while. Well, yeah, I mean, what, what I miss about what the WWE had before the uh, pandemic and all those releases is that they had a couple of big guys on that roster who I would have loved to see really get it on in the ring, you know, the whole, meaty men slapping meat thing Samoa Joe and Gunther I think would have been a dream match and, and maybe it happened in NXT maybe I missed it but like to me I'm thinking that match would have been epic and then when you had like uh, Keith Lee on the roster I'm thinking like a big Keith Lee and and Gunther would have been a very fun match to watch um, but also like somebody like Brock Lesnar you know like I know that they've kind of used Lesnar up a little to kind of help elevate some of the other stars. I mean, the whole feud with Cody was literally just to help push Cody on the path to the world's heavyweight championship. But I would like to see like a, a an unhinged, unleashed Brock Lesnar versus Gunther. I think that would be a, a money fight, even if it's, you know, maybe not for a world title. Hell, maybe it's for the IC title. But is that a matchup that you would enjoy, uh, Jaden or DK? What do you guys think about that? Oh, yeah. I would have loved... I really want to see them beat the crap out of each other. Another one that, unfortunately, we'll never get to see is Big E. Oh, yeah. Big E might have been goofy at times, but when he was in the ring and being serious, he was he was a big bruiser of a man that could have had a great match with Gunther. They have a wrestler on the roster, Shelton Benjamin, who I think would be great. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 
No, that's a that's a good call. I didn't even think about Shelton Benjamin, or even maybe like a a a, a Bobby um, Lashley, right? Yeah, Bobby Lashley's another one. There's a lot of possibilities. Even CM Punk in the future. Yeah, I mean, I think if you put, I think you can put Gunther in the ring with about anybody that has talent and skill, and uh, you'll probably get a good match. Ron Breaker. Oh, oh man. Well, you know, they did wrestle in NXT. There's yeah. still time for all of these, by the way. You know, there's it's not like Gunther's dead or he's untouchable. I mean, he's yeah. really in the exact position you want him to be uh right now. That like he's the IC champion. Well, well, um, Gunther's move to the main roster was precipitated by a match with Braun Breaker in NXT, which uh, Braun won, and it was, but you kind of knew what that was. You know, you put the top, you put the title on any of the titles. I mean, I'm already tired of Seth Rollins. So, so is Becky. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, you, you put the title on somebody like him and you bring Braun Breaker up for a serious match. And again, that's one of those that could go on for years and years and years with, you know, just breaks in between while they deal with somebody else. But, you know, all of Rock and Austin and everything, you know. Thank you for tuning in to the Alliance Blog Podcast, a presentation of Alliance-Wrestling.com the premier source for news and information for the National Wrestling Alliance. Would you consider subscribing so you never miss a new episode? You can follow us on all social media at The Alliance Blog, and we stream live on Twitch, Kick, and YouTube every Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday, 5 p.m., 6 p.m., and 8 p.m. Eastern at The Alliance Blog. Until then, we are The Alliance.